0: This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to
1: welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. My special guest today is Attorney Stephen Pidgeon. Attorney Pigeon, I know he's loved on this uh, channel. Many of you have listened to him and even watched him over the years. And um, we're going to be talking today. He's also the founder and president of the Sefer Publishing Company. Attorney Pigeon, welcome back.
2: Well, thank you, Doctor Hanson. It's good to be here.
1: Yeah, it's always good to to work with you, uh, Steve. I, I, uh, there's few men. I mean, I work with leaders all the time, but there's uh, few men like you.
2: Well, thank you, and I, and I say that. I
1: say that in a very positive, good way. Okay, yesterday I interviewed uh, uh, Lauren Culp. He's running for U.S. Congress. I also interviewed the sheriff, Adam Fortney, and. Uh, Adam went through his own problems as he stood up to Jay Inslee. And it was a big, a big uh, hullabaloo as Inslee wanted to impeach him. But uh, Adam Fortney uh, said that he was not going to enforce Jay Inslee's tyrannical laws of mandatory face masks. He wasn't going to arrest people and lockdowns, and uh, he wouldn't enforce that. So he actually stood up for the citizen. And uh, I greatly, greatly appreciated it. I had another respect for him. Had him in my studio yesterday in person, and he's a good man. So, uh, Attorney Pigeon, yeah, he stood up to Inslee.
2: Well, that's a great thing. You know, Jay Inslee is a self appointed dictator and uh, really is kind of a catastrophic personality. You know, he's a fellow that suffers from a tongue thrust. And as a result, he's had a self esteem problem most of his life, and he compensates by seeking power. And, um, and this is what he has done. And he has no respect whatsoever for his oath for the Constitution or for the people of Washington. And he's proven that. And all of his enforcement regulations are just absolutely patently absurd. Uh, I mean, they do not amount to any reality whatsoever. And this is the big problem that um, uh, he's been participating in this CDC-generated fraud uh, since the very beginning. He was one of the top participants early on. And as a result, uh, he has promulgated so much of this nonsense. So there are a number of things that we know, for instance. okay, We know, for instance, that the gene therapy Developed by these organizations, you know Pfizer, Mode, RNA, AstraZeneca, and Johnson and Johnson. They're not vaccines; they're gene therapy. Right? Anyway, they had to change. They had to change the definition to call them a vaccine, and the news media has routinely called them a vaccine, although they are not. To date, neither the CDC, nor uh, the FDA, nor anyone else, has ever isolated this COVID virus. They've never isolated it. They've never. No one has ever. Uh, uh, isolated the virus and then produced it to to allow other people to identify what it is and the truth is is that we're seeing we're also seeing that they have been lying about the numbers right and in fact in the year 2020 they overstated the deaths from covid by 94% wow and then in fact the deaths in 20 by august 31st 2020 were less than seventy two hundred, or about 7200 people and the survival rate for people who uh, who have been exposed to this is 99%, 99% of most people. Um, in fact, it's 99% of everybody except those over 80 years old with comorbidities. Then it goes down to 98.7. Masks are completely ineffective at preventing the spread as more than 90,000 spike proteins can fit between the fibers of any mask, including an N95 mask. A mask is about as effective in preventing the passing of this as a chain link fence is in stopping mosquitoes. Okay. And that really is the appropriate analogy. You can put up three layers of chain link fence if you want. You're still not going to keep mosquitoes out. Not going to happen. Right. That's right. Social distancing is a fraud and a myth. If you're in a room when someone actually has a contagion, you need to be 30 feet from them, not six feet. Nobody's recommended 30 feet. And the PCR tests are completely fraudulent. The US, the FDA, and the CDC have both withdrawn approval for the PCR because it has represented 97% false positives. So you have something, you know, social distancing is a fraud. The masks are 100% ineffective, they're completely ineffective. They haven't isolated the virus. This is why uh, the province of Alberta shut down the whole protocol because a fellow who was being fined requested that the medical director in in Alberta produce the virus. They couldn't do it. And so they ended the entire lockdown protocol because this lockdown, of course, is not about any virus. We know that, right? It's not about any virus. The thing is, is that uh, Adam Fortnoy and Lauren Culp and others have taken a position and there've been others. There's some 35 County sheriffs in Washington that are opposed to this Ridiculousness that the people in Washington are going through right now. The difficulty is, is that you have people inside the, the Democrat Party, which are standing in unison with what are what amount to serious crimes against humanity being perpetrated by the governor. You know, now let me explain this. There have been longstanding international laws, Hague Conventions, Geneva Conventions, the 1947 Nuremberg Code, the Universal Declaration on Bioethics and Human Rights which are binding law in the United States under the case Abdullah versus Pfizer. It's a Second Circuit case where the Second Circuit uh, recognized that those, that's, those international protocols are binding law on the United States. And the people who violate these ethics and standards commit crimes against humanity. And that's what the government of Washington is doing. They're engaged in crimes against humanity at the most serious level. And because the Universal Declaration on Bioethics requires consent, informed consent. And not only does it require informed consent, but it allows the person to withdraw the consent at any time and without prejudice. You cannot give a medical treatment of any form to a person without their informed consent. And we know a medical treatment or diagnostic treatment, we know that. Uh, mask wearing, social distancing, contact tracing, quarantine, quarantining people that are not ill. All of that is diagnostic and therapeutic, a preventative medical treatment, which under the universal guidelines requires informed consent. And if the person does not give the consent, they cannot be prejudiced as a result of failure to give the consent. That's international standards and people who have violated those standards in the past, like Nazi doctors were executed at Nuremberg for doing so. So these are very serious crimes against humanity. And you know, it's common in Washington to say, I'm on this side, you're on the other side, right? I'm, I'm Republican, you're Democrat. So you're wrong. I'm right. And then the democratic response is "Well, whether we're right or wrong, we're going to unify up so that we can hold power. And so even people who might have objections in their heart stand unified with people who are committing international crimes against humanity because they have to. They feel they have to. And what I'm, doing, I'm appealing right now to the Democrats that are doing this who know in their heart when they look at the fact, for instance, that Medicare reports that over 48,000 people died within 48 hours of taking the jab in the month of September, 2021 Medicare reports that how many for over 48,000 people. Wow. There have been more people who have died from the jab than from COVID in Israel, 80, 81% of the people hospitalized with COVID have been double vaxxed. It constitutes 62% of the people who have died from COVID in the UK they were double vaxxed same thing in the United States about 60% of those people dying of covid right now have been double vaxxed so the vax is totally useless as the israeli press found it was reported in the jerusalem post haaretz sheva and it came on television in tel aviv that statistically those people who have been double jabbed have completely it's completely useless It does not prevent them from catching the disease, nor does it prevent them from spreading the disease. And in fact, they carry a viral load 251 times greater than the unvaxxed. Wow. And so these are stats that are out there. And so when you see this, you have to ask yourself in your heart, are you a co-conspirator in promulgating crimes against humanity? At the highest level seen in human history, and you know, I don't know. It seems to me, when you go to bed at night, you might not want that on your conscience. And yeah. if you don't want that on your conscience, and I don't care if you've stood in unity with G. Uh, Ins Lee, you need to you need to think about what you're doing, because guess what, you're not going to be standing with Jay when you stand at the White Throne. In judgment he won't be standing there next to you and you're not going to be standing there saying well I was only following orders go ahead make that argument that was the argument made at Nuremberg you know you're gonna stand alone we stand alone in this life you know salvation comes to us alone in this life that's the beauty of salvation it comes to us individually and is capable of coming to us anywhere in prison on our deathbed in a car it makes no difference where we are it makes no difference what our status is that's what the message of Isaiah 61 is all about to bind up the brokenhearted to set free the captives and this message is here and it's here for everyone and the fact that people say well I'm you know I'm part of this group you're not going to be standing in a group of people defending your argument when you stand before the heavenly throne in judgment it's going to be you and you alone That's right. And the problem is, is that for many of the people who are engaged in this, they're not far from their deathbed. You know, you don't know, you know, today may be your last day on this earth. Tomorrow, you may be the one who's got a ventilator shoved down your throat and somebody's administering remdesivir and your chances of life are about zero. Then what is, is the democratic party going to come there and sit next to you in your bed and die for you? It's like Steve Jobs said, it doesn't make any difference how much money you have. You can't pay somebody to die for you. A man is appointed to die once and then to face judgment.
1: Well, you're exactly right. You probably read where the vice president of Pfizer, uh, he resigned because he said what they're doing is outright lying and that uh, the Pfizer vaccination could be used for mass genocide. And uh, he he listed in the past those regimes, Mao and others, that were involved in mass genocide. So, I mean, what we're seeing right now is finally, finally, there's there's, uh, some people rising up because they've made it mandatory or losing your job. Just like October 12, class action lawsuit filed by the Pilots Association against Southwest Airlines. And uh, it shut down, basically, the Southwest Airlines overnight. They walked off the
2: job because they yeah, were... The, amen. Yeah. Bravo to them. Yeah. I support every move they made. Me too. Let Southwest go completely bankrupt. Yeah. Let them go bankrupt. Goodbye. Let that HR... You know, I've told people before, walk out. You got an HR manager who stands here with this snide little self-righteousness. Oh, we've decided to make the VAX mandatory. Well, great. You do the job then, Mr. H.R. Get your butt on the plane and fly it because I ain't doing it.
1: Now, I don't normally fly southwest, but it's so if they flew where I did, I would transfer because, wow, they took a stand. They said, you're not going to force us to take this vaccination. This is totally unconstitutional against our civil rights. They walked right off the
2: job. Yeah, as did air traffic controllers in Jacksonville and in Milwaukee. They walked off. They had to cancel thousands of flights. There was a guy running the computer systems for United. He just shut down the computer and killed 6,000 flights in one shot.
1: <laughs> and then then Biden's uh, prompt little redhead uh, spokesman just lies all the way through her teeth like Biden lies every time he opens his mouth.
2: Yeah, except that she referred to the vaxxed as the marked.
1: Wow. Now listen to this. Says 27 U.S. Air Force pilots resign over COVID-19 vaccination mandate. Says 27 active duty U.S. Air Force pilots have resigned their commission over the unconstitutionality of Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin's mandate requiring all armed force members to at once receive a COVID-19 vaccination. Says the exodus began on August 27 with 12 pilots from the 1st Wing. A fighter wing at Joint Base Langley, Virginia, submitting to their commanding officer letters of resignation only hours after they received a 4 a.m. text message telling them to submit to mandatory COVID vaccinations by 10 a.m. Six hours later that same day. So uh, now and, you know, now these these highly trained and and these were highly trained uh, pilots defending our nation f 22 pilots. yeah, they've just resigned.
2: Yeah, and more power to them. And you know and the <laughs> fact of the matter is is that the they know this defense secretary knows that these jabs kill pilots because one of the one of the things that these that all four of these jabs do is they create a great difficulties in the bloodstream. And in fact, I could give you the whole research about how they completely destroy red blood cells, create platelets, and put spike proteins throughout your entire vascular system but what's known now is that there was a number of pilots that had initially right after the jab there were four british air pilots dropped dead there were a half a dozen from JetBlue that dropped dead and just two days ago a delta pilot died in flight you know you know you got a problem when you're flying and the and the flight attendant comes on and says does anybody know how to fly an airplane? Yeah. <laughs> and also, we're out of coffee,
1: right? <laughs> I'll tell you a bit, I uh, if that happened to me, I hope EJ is with me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, for those yeah, that don't, tell you the, For you those know, that
1: don't know the, the joke, EJ Buckhart used to be a Northwest Airlines uh, pilot, flew the jumbo jets, but uh uh yeah, it, it's funny but it's not funny. We're in a situation where our our people that uh control lives like pilots and doctors and everything else. They're walking off the job or like attorney Pigeon said, they're actually falling over
2: dead. Yeah, that's what's going on. And that's why the pilots left because they know that it's been recommended now by health authorities, that if you've had any one of those four jabs that you should not be on a flight longer than four hours. Wow. And of course we've seen the effects of the jabs have created of both peri- uh, pericarditis and myocarditis, which are you know uh, heart disorders, including inflicting heart attacks on young people. There was a 13-year-old that died of a heart attack, a 15-year-old that died of a heart attack, and you know. So this is all the proximate result of this protocol that that Jay Inslee was very much an important. I mean, G. Inslee was very much a part of inflicting on the nation when he uh you know initially reported that there was a uh potential outbreak of covid in washington because the fellow flew in from wuhan with the flu and by the way he was he spent two weeks at providence in january of 2020 and was released quarantined for two weeks and then he was released and then the cdc at uh in lee's request sent out 850 testing swabs that were then used in the senior homes, and those testing swabs were all proved to have been tainted with the virus. Wow. And the next thing you know, uh, Washington reports 839 COVID deaths within 60 days thereafter.
1: You know, Steve, we should not be surprised because this political party that champions killing babies in the mother's womb, there's nothing more innocent and sacred. If they can kill a baby, they can kill you through any means.
2: Well, and this is what the great difficulty is, John, is that, you know, uh, our Heavenly Father is a Father of justice. And when you have a society that has killed 70 million uh, innocent babies on the basis of inconvenience, they should not be shocked when the, when the generation that comes up behind them eliminates 70 million of them on the basis of inconvenience. I'm sorry. Your Medicare bill is too expensive for me. We're not going to sustain your comorbidities any further. Yeah.
1: Uh, again, right? I, I agree. I agree. These people that don't seem to have a brain because they're deceived by Satan himself Uh, They don't seem to be able to put two and two together and saying one day they could be the victim and one day they will be a victim. There is a judgment, like you said. Now, let me read a statement from, uh, again, this these 27 U.S. Air Force pilots says one officer, a 29 year old F-22 Raptor pilot said of the situation, quotes, we undergo routine physicals and must meet rigorous fitness standards to stay on flight duty. I think it's safe to say all Air Force pilots are in good physical condition. We must be to endure extreme G-4 stress on our body. There is no reason we should be at risk of a COVID-19 or becoming sick from it. Um, and he's ac- exactly right. I mean, they, they realize this is nonsense. This is stupidity. They realize this is a lie.
2: Well, I'll tell you, John, I don't know if you've ever seen the F-22 Raptor in demonstration. I have. And I can tell you that, I mean, they they have to wear G-suits. They're exposed to six Gs in flight. You're talking about a plane coming at you at, you know, 900 miles an hour. And then it has the capability to suddenly pull up its its nose and come to a halt right there. Wow. Just like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you do that, the kind of G-force that is on your body at that point You're not talking about, I mean, I understand these F-22 pilots because that plane is so extreme. I'll tell you, the Russians, you know, they have an equivalent. It's the Su-35. And the the Russians have done something that we haven't done, which is that they've developed a drone pilot for those Su-35s. So they can can, can put these uh, aircraft that are capable of 7G turn, they can put them into a 7G turn because there's no human being in the cockpit. Wow. But these F-22 pilots are dead right. I mean, when you're talking about, and I even saw, even the C-135 has capabilities that is just mind-boggling. I mean, just mind-boggling. But the, but the F-22 Raptor is quite the aircraft. And what it can do pushes the human body to the farthest extreme. And to have some ignorant appointed bureaucrat at the Secretary of Defense, because he's running his political campaign, which is opi to the Vatican, by the way, because you have to remember this entire protocol is being led by uh, Jorge Bergoglia, who's a usurper to the papacy in Rome, and who's out demanding more people be vaccinated. Even yesterday he came out in favor of that. These guys are all in obeisance to him. And so they're obeying him and they're demanding that the United States commit suicide.
1: Yeah, they. they the consensus already, uh, if you looked at, what they said we would have by the year 2025 this was last year they said america's population would be 100 million well that was 4 or 5 years in advance where are the 233 other million supposed to disappear to
2: well they're not migrating to canada i can tell you that
1: <laughs> <laughs> not under trudeau i mean he is uh, he's nothing but a communist islamic traitor
2: yeah yeah justin castro yeah he's well, not only is he a communist traitor, but you know they've declared martial law in Canada. Oh yeah, and and they have under under current Canadian protocols, they can import Chinese troops to enforce the martial law. In other words, they don't need Canadian troops there to wow,
1: enforce it. Wow, wow.
2: They can bring in Chinese troops, and in fact, there are there were Chinese troops in southern British Columbia and were occupying the Vancouver airport. And uh, so you know you're you're seeing some very interesting things taking place north of the border as these protocols are exacted and of course remember that justin trudeau once again is an agent of the vatican We yeah. saw recently that uh, nancy pelosi was there meeting the pope you know unveiled i've uh, you know, the question of what was whether or not she was sober when she met him but that's another issue but um uh there she was meeting the pope getting instructions right and the pope's uh the pope's encyclical called laudato si of 2015. That is the governing document which is driving all of this.
1: Now, ladies Here's and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program. My special guest today, Attorney Stephen Pidgeon. Attorney Pigeon also founder and president of the Sefer Publishing Company. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. God bless you. I'm going to have Attorney Pigeon back next week. God bless you.